Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission to deliver the truth and the gospel around the world via podcast. Today, we are going to be looking at Psalm chapter 70 and 71 and Proverbs chapter 17. We're looking for some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Many of us, maybe some of you right now, know what it's like to be desperately in need of God's provision, desperately in need of God to intervene in our lives or in our circumstances and Some of you may know what it's like to feel like God needs to hurry, right? Like, man, I need God's help yesterday. And really in the Psalms that we're about to read today, chapter 70 and 71, 70 is only five verses, which is why we're doing 70 and 71 today. David is saying the same thing. He's he's saying, God, please hurry. I need your help now. The very first line in Psalm 70 says, Make haste. In other words, hurry, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. And we'll see that statement several times uh, throughout Psalm 70 and 71 as we read that this morning. All right. So that sets the stage for you. Let's begin. We'll be reading from the King James Bible. I pray in the powerful name of Jesus, in the powerful name of Yeshua, that you be blessed this morning. Let's begin. Psalm 70. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me. O God, thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. And that is Psalm 70. That last verse, verse 5, he's showing his vulnerability many of us might feel. And he says, please hurry to help me. Please don't delay. He says, but I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. Psalm 71. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me. O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteousness, unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. 
By thee have I holden up from thy womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and, my, and thy honor all the day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. For my enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for me, lay, and they that lay wait for my soul, take counsel together, saying, "God hath forsaken him; persecute and take him, for there is none to deliver him." O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. But I will hope continually, and I will yet praise thee more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day, for I know not the numbers thereof. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. O God, Thou hast taught me from my youth, and, her, and hitherto, hitherto have I declared Thy wondrous works. Now, also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not, until I have showed Thy strength unto this generation, and Thy power to every one that is to come. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high, who has done great things, O God? Who is like unto thee? Thou which hast showed me great and sore trouble shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. I will also praise thee with the psaltery and even thy truth. O my God, unto thee will I sing with the harp. O thou Holy One of Israel, my lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing, when I sing unto thee, and my soul which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought unto shame that seek my hurt. So in this, these two psalms, David begins by begging God to hurry up to not delay, to not tarry any longer in saving him from these people who want to hurt him and cause him harm. And he ends with praising him for doing just that, for answering the prayer. It ends again, verse 24, My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought unto shame that seek my hurt. I also liked verse 18 a lot. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not. He's saying, even when I reach the older age, please still be with me. And then he says, there's this thing I want to accomplish before I'm gone on this earth. He says, until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. I feel like I could pray that today. God, don't forsake me. Don't abandon me. Let me show your strength to this generation, this unbelieving, wicked generation that has forsaken God and forsaken all righteousness and holiness. Let me show them your strength before I'm gone.
Let me live to be old and gray-headed. All right. Let's move on. We've got 28 verses out of Proverbs 17. Let's have a look at that. King James Bible, verse 1. Better is a dry morsel than quietness therewith than a house of full of sacrifices with strife. A wise servant shall have rule over a son that causes shame and shall have part of the inheritance among the brethren. The fining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to naughty tongue. Whoso mocketh the poor reproaches his maker, and he that is glad at calamity shall not be unpunished. Hmm. Please note, the proverb here is saying that those who find enjoyment when suffering befalls someone, they will not escape punishment. Verse 6. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Excellent speech becometh not a fool, much less do lying lips a prince. A gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that hath it. Whithersoever it turneth, it prospereth. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. You see, a fool you can beat over and over and over with the truth. You know what? They're never going to learn. They're fools. But a wise man heareth correction and he changes directions. That's what that's saying. Now check out verse 11. I found it interesting. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. What's interesting is that word messenger there in this proverb is the word malach in Hebrew, which is the same word we use throughout the Bible for angel. So let's read that again. That is... An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger, or it could be translated angel, shall be sent against him. Interesting. Just so you know, the word malak, uh, it means to, it comes from the root actually, to dispatch as a deputy, a messenger specifically of God, that is an angel but it also could be a prophet or a priest or a teacher or an ambassador, an angel, a king, a messenger. It's something that is dispatched from God. Okay, that's what the word malach is. So it's an, an evil man who seek, seeks only rebellion. And th so therefore, or as a result of, God will send a cruel messenger, a cruel angel shall be sent against him. I just thought that was interesting. Verse 12. Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. 
Hmm. These are some these these proverbs require some deep thinking. The writer here is saying that let's see look at that again. A bear robbed of her whelps meet a man. Okay. Imagine how terrible it would be to come across a bear who's desperately trying to find its young. The proverb is saying that's better than a fool in his folly. Verse 13. Whoso rewardeth evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is when one letteth out water. Therefore leave off contention before it is meddled with. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that, that condemneth the just, even they are both an abomination to the Lord. That right there, Proverbs 15, is a description of what judges do all over this country. Let me read it again. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, which is what the court system does in the United States of America, and really all over the world nowadays, even they are both an abomination to the Lord. Verse 16, Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man void of understanding striketh hands and become a surety in the presence of his friends. He loveth transgressions that loveth strife, and he that exalteth his gates seeketh destruction. He that hath a froward heart, a perverse heart, findeth no good, and he that have a perverse tongue falleth into mischief. He that begetteth a fool doeth it to his sorrow, and the father of a fool hath no joy. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. A wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. Wisdom is before him that hath understanding, but the eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief of his father and bitterness to her that bear him. Also to punish the just is not good, nor to strike princes for equity. He that hath knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. That is the end of Proverbs chapter 17. There's a few points that he's, clear, that he's making over and over in this proverb. One of the points is... He's talking about how evil it is to not put forth right judgment, right? To not give the just what they deserve and instead show favor to wickedness. And reminding us that those people will not go unpunished. He's also talking multiple times about how terrible it is for parents who have a foolish child who makes foolish decisions, right? In fact... There's a lot of mentions in this proverb about the dangers of a fool. And then here towards the end, more than once, reminding us that there's wisdom in keeping your mouth shut. 
Like, your opinion doesn't always need to be heard. Maybe that's a word for some people today. It's more wise and better for you and better for those around you and for your future and for your relationship with God and your relationship with everyone else if you just keep your mouth shut. We need to remember that our opinions are not that important. That not everyone wants to or needs to or will benefit from hearing all of our great wisdom that we think we have, right? And of course we all know that person in the office or that person at the family dinner table or whatever who just can't help themselves. And what does everybody think about that person? Everybody around them is just like, oh, here that person goes again, running their mouth, spewing nonsense. Let me read verse 28 again. He's, after he spends 20-some verses condemning fools, talking about how fools have no future, he says, even a fool when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. I pray that you've been blessed by this this morning. That you've been encouraged. That you've been strengthened in the spirit of Yehovah. In the spirit of Mashiach. That you've been strengthened. And that this will help you throughout your week and throughout your day today. That is all I have for you this morning. It's my great privilege to get up early to record these studies for all of you. It's my life's work and I'm very grateful for the opportunity and for this work that the Lord has given me. And I'm grateful for all of you that listen and leave comments and send emails and those of you who support the work financially. Thank you so much. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.